0: The following podcast is not designed to provide legal or HR advice, but is intended to provide a general overview of the topic. Today's guest is being compensated for their participation.
1: I'm Mary Schaefer. I am an HR professional whose focus is on humanity in the workplace, and I'm here with Dr. Gary Owens. Gary, would you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Good morning, Mary. Thank you for that brief introduction. And yes, I am Gary Owens. I am a physician by background and spent a number of years in primary care medicine and then spent the vast majority of my career working in the payer world in the Blue Cross system. I've also worked with employers and employee benefit uh, organizations, as well as I've done a number of MS uh, publications around payer issues and employer issues in the space.
1: Thank you, and welcome to the podcast. It's hard to read the news these days without seeing something about the huge financial burden around chronic
0: Diseases like MS.
1: Can you speak to that a little bit?
0: I, I, I sure can. The U.S. healthcare system is obviously one of the more, if not the most expensive healthcare system uh, in the world. Much of that cost is driven uh, by the treatment of chronic diseases. And MS is just one of many chronic diseases. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, we have chronic diseases that affect very large populations like heart failure and diabetes. MS affects a much smaller population uh, you know former data suspected that the number of cases was around four to five hundred thousand we now know that that number is approaching but not yet reached a million most likely due to better diagnostics better ability uh, to diagnose these patients early with new technology. And the cost of treating these patients can be quite expensive at times, 50 dollars to $100,000 a year for their therapeutics, as well as the cost of physical therapy, medical treatments, and other things. On the good side, the therapies available for MS do help these employees remain productive remain in the workplace and therefore the investment in these patients is often offset by their ability to remain productive and relatively healthy employees.
1: You know, I understand that there are an array of symptoms for people with MS that they have to deal with and it occurred to me there
0: must be a huge impact on their ability to work. Can you talk a little about that? I I can, and remember that most MS patients, when they're first diagnosed, are younger patients. Uh, They may be diagnosed in their 30s. It may be younger or uh, a bit older, but let's say they're diagnosed in their prime of 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 life, and these are people who want to work and have been employed, and are very employable even with the diagnosis of MS, and we tend to think of MS just as a neurologic disease, and that's not just as because it's insignificant. Uh, most people think of MS symptoms as those of. Uh, inability to ambulate, uh, inability to have proper coordination, perhaps Mm -hmm. visual disturbances or cognitive disturbances. But that's really only the tip of the iceberg. These patients often have other profound symptoms that you and I don't recognize, fatigue being one of them. And again, it's not just being tired after staying up late at night. I've often said to people, imagine staying up two nights in a row, and then trying to go to work on the third day. That's what MS fatigue mm-hmm. can feel like mm-hmm. to these patients. They can be very sensitive to temperature changes, especially heat. They're very heat intolerant. So what may be a normal work environment or working in an environment where there is excess heat can be very burdensome uh, to to these patients. Uh, uh, those are just a few of the things that that we don't always see uh, in, in these patients. They may have cognitive issues. And it's not constant cognitive issues, but, uh, you know, there are days where they have difficulty uh, just processing everything, that classic thing called cog fog in in MS patients. And, uh, you know, those can affect their ability at work, not on a regular basis, but certainly on an intermittent basis. And those are things that employers need to be aware uh, and to be uh, concerned about. Thank you. Does an MS
1: diagnosis mean that people will have to
0: stop work altogether? Absolutely not. Uh, Again, many of these patients are diagnosed after their first episode. They're diagnosed when they're relatively young. There's some good data out there that, uh, you know, 40, 45 percent of these patients continue in the workforce. Now, some of them do continue at reduced hours or with modifications. Uh, But I do think the vast majority of these patients with MS want to continue uh, to work and continue to be productive. And it becomes important for them to open that dialogue with their employers, Mm -hmm. to point out uh, that they may need some workplace adaptations. And it's important for employers to open that two-way street by not creating an environment where the employee is, is, is hesitant or fearful to come forward with their needs in the workplace.
1: Are there any other financial challenges that companies might confront with employees who are diagnosed with MS?
0: I think there are several that are, that are out there. One of the biggest ones is em- employees with MS, uh, you know, often face increased rates of absente- absenteeism, mm-hmm. you know, five or six times higher uh, than the uh, typical employee without a chronic disease. Now, I also would remind you that many other chronic diseases have similar absentee rates. So I'm not singling out MS patients as being unique in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these uh, employees often uh, need to go out on short-term disability sometimes when they have a disease flare up or need therapy. And if they have truly progressive disease, you know, they can they can go out on long-term disability, which can be a significant cost to employers. So it's in the employer's best interest uh, to maintain a workplace which accommodates MS employees. And so employers need to foster those types of healthy environment programs as do health plans. Great, thank you. What about the workplace itself? How can reasonable
1: accommodations perhaps even ease of financial burden in addition to helping the employee?
0: Yeah, I think that's a two-way street. First of all, the employer needs to have a an environment where the employee knows that they can trust their human resources professional and go to them to ask uh, for assistance in the workplace. And then once that request is made, the employer needs to understand MS and needs to understand some of the issues that we've talked about, uh, the fatigue, uh, some of the neurologic problems, ambulatory difficulties and and to provide an environment where they can be flexible, perhaps flexible work hours uh, can happen. In a recent survey, you know, flexible work hours were one of the most requested uh, thing by employees. I think about 37% of employees uh, with MS thought that that would be a good thing. About a third of them were looking for, you know, ability to take workplace breaks uh, uh, to help with them. So it's important that employers, understand that and understand that the ms patient wants to be a productive employee but may need to have some of those accommodations uh in the workplace and it's not going to make them less productive it may actually help them stay on the job longer and do their job better
1: it makes sense that a more flexible comfortable work environment is going to make for more positive productive employees What would you say the role is for human resources around addressing any coverage-related questions or challenges that might arise for an employee?
0: Yeah, and that's another very important issue. The human resources department is often, you know, a first point of contact to to understand benefits and to understand the health plan and the health system. Uh, The health system can be very bewildering to the average uh, employee. Uh, among other things, most of us don't really understand our health benefits or haven't read about them till we have need for them. And very often, you have enough to do to deal with your illness, let alone to understand the benefits. So again, it's important to have that open-door, employee-friendly type of environment where an employee can go to the Human Resources Department and say, Um, You know, I'm having trouble getting coverage for something or I don't understand my coverage or are there options I can have within my coverage that might lower my out-of-pocket costs? For for instance, if there's a preferred therapy that's covered at a preferred benefit level, you know, helping the employee understand that if that's one of the right therapies for me, then I may be able to save on that out-of-pocket cost or on those occasions where employees need a therapy that may not be covered or may be more expensive to help them work their way through the, the health plan system, understand their rights of appeals and how to get those things that are medically necessary and appropriate. So again, it's, a, it's an environment of assistance and understanding that if I can help these employees get the right treatments, stay on their treatments and adhere to therapy, they will in all likelihood be more productive.
1: Um, Gary, you mentioned earlier about programmatic approaches. What about hands-on approaches to support an employee with MS?
0: Mary, that's another very important area that uh, uh, employees can take advantage of. Uh, Health plans, for instance, have case managers that can work with people with chronic diseases, not only MS, but other chronic diseases. They can help them navigate the system very often. These patients have multiple points of entry into the system, and it can be very confusing. They can help them understand their benefits uh, and, and how to maximize their benefits. Uh, you know, on the employer side, the employer can help patients navigate through the system and understand their benefits and perhaps understand what's covered and not covered and how to, you know, minimize their out-of-pocket costs uh, at, at times or help them appeal when uh, an initial treatment is not approved or covered by the benefit plan. All of those are things that can make a, a an MS or any chronic disease patient's life much easier and and much more navigable through the system. Sounds like using a case manager can prove very valuable. It can prove very valuable and again health plans uh, are very open to patients requesting a case manager if they have these issues because they, they realize there's a benefit for the patient. They get help in getting the right care there's a benefit for the employer and ultimately the healthcare system because they can help them navigate and possibly manage their disease in a much more effective manner, ultimately lowering perhaps long-term costs and decreasing complications long-term. Thank you.
1: Now, I understand that starting an MS treatment earlier can help reduce costs.
0: Can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. Uh, we, we know that you know in the past, before we had the biologic therapies, the specialty drugs for the treatment of MS, very often it was not until the second or even the third episode of an acute MS flare that patients got treated. Part of that was because we really didn't have any effective therapies and only really had symptomatic treatment. You know, fast forward to 2020 almost when we have more than a dozen therapies Uh, For the treatment of MS, uh, many of them highly effective in clinical trials. So, getting these patients on when, as soon as they're diagnosed, and now we can get very accurate diagnosis with the technology we have much earlier. Uh, in in the onset of symptoms. We can minimize exacerbations, we can slow down. We can't yet stop disease progression in most patients, but we can slow it down. And all of that helps them remain healthier longer, productive longer, and all of those long-term costs, such as disability costs, uh, costs of uh, incurring, you know, progressive disease and needing assistance and all of those things can't be eliminated, but they can be minimized or uh, put off to much further in the future. And, And all of that's very important for these patients. So getting them to see an MS specialist early, getting them on the right therapy, and also getting the patient to help work with their doctor to understand is my therapy working properly or not Mm -hmm. and if if not to bring that up so that uh, you know changes can be made before the disease progresses even more significantly so being proactive and partnership
1: with your your doctor is really helpful What should an employer or an HR professional do if they suspect an employee
0: has MS? That's a great question, Mary. Of course, they can't proactively approach the Mm -hmm. patient because the patient slash employee is is protected by regulation. But what they can do is cultivate that environment of your, your HR department is your trusted resource. If you have a chronic illness, not just MS, but any chronic illness, if you have that chronic illness, Uh, And you need an accommodation or you don't understand the system that where your resource to go to Um, and, you know, to to let employees know that, uh, you know, you do understand the, you know, the complexity of chronic disease and that you're there to be able to help them make accommodations where those can be made or perhaps make job changes or do things that can help these employees navigate the system better. So it's really creating that environment of trust so that the HR professional becomes a trusted advisor and the employee does not have the fear of am I going to lose my job if I talk about my needs and my chronic disease. Very
1: important, thank you. And thank you so much for spending time with us today. I really enjoyed
0: our conversation. And and thank you, Mary, it's been my pleasure and hopefully this has been beneficial to the audience. Thanks for your time today. For those listening, be sure to check out the MS Workspace website at ms-workspace.com. There, you'll find resources that can provide additional support to employees in your organization, as well as a very unique MS Estimator tool that can help give you a sense of the impact MS may be having on your company right now. So visit that MS Workspace website, and thanks again for listening.